also a Moshe Ben Hassan. He has Glenn Levitt, 12 years old, baby. When I bring him on Friday, do you put him in the fridge or? Yeah. כל ישראל שלום חנוך לומר בשם מרבה מכולם צדיקים לעולם ישוע צצה מתי מעשה עדיין להתפאר So we're continuing with the alachot of the Hafez Haim you can eat and learn As we're learning you can be eating saying the brachot So when is the subject approved and Hafez Haim brings unlike statements that are derogatory a non-derogatory but potentially harmful statement can be made about a person if it is clear that that he does not object. And this is, I think, what the rabbi touched on yesterday. Hey, I'm about tshuva, and you say, hey, I'm about tshuva, or we're talking, you know, me and Jay, about uh, Glenn being about tshuva. He doesn't mind. We're all about the tshuva. So that's okay. It's not, it's not a derogatory. It's not, he doesn't mind. If someone regularly talks about his... Oh, is, if, is uh, somebody's... That's not the one. Sorry, that was yesterday. Okay, so we'll just jumping. Right. I mean, public knowledge, but harmful. It says, we have seen that, uh, that, that it is forbidden to speak in a derogatory manner, even if the information being conveyed is already, already known to the listener. This is because the act of speaking negatively is uh, inherently wrong. Conversely, it stands to reason that a non-derogatory but potentially harmful statement can be made in the presence of anyone who's already aware of the information. Unless the speaker emphasizes some point, at some point that the listener may not have realized previously, this is because the statement will not be cause for any harm, which otherwise would not have uh, about outcome. So how do we try to explain that one? We try to explain this one uh, uh, with... We, the, uh, the Rambam takes this a step further, stating that if a potentially potentially harmful statement was made in the presence of three people, the three people are the three people are permitted to relate the information in conversation with others, and this is because each of the three can assume that the other two will public probably make the information public anyway. So, so, okay, I know where the Rambam is going with this, okay? I don't know, so I don't... However, this would not be permissible if... Okay, and he gives you. If one of the three is known to be uh, uh, discreet or uh, uh, especially careful regarding the laws of forbidden Lashon Hara, so you know that, yes, we three heard somebody speak, but I know that you guys are careful about Lashon Hara, so I know nobody is going to be talking about outside. But if you know that we all like to talk, then you can assume, wait, I, I can talk to Alan about it because I know you guys probably talk to everybody about it too. Second, the person intent, the person's intent in relating the information is to publicize the matter yet further. And according to the Hafez Haim, the Ramba permits any of the three to repeat the information even if it is derogatory. Now what he's saying here on page 406 now, the Hafez Haim fails to find justification for such leniency, okay, so now the Hafez Haim perhaps has, uh, perhaps has a disagreement, okay, he discourages reliance of, on the Rambam's opinion with regards to Lashon Hara spoken in the presence of three, as most other commentators seem to disagree with his ruling, thus 
One should never relay derogatory information even when it was related to three or more listeners. Meaning to say that, you know what, we heard something about somebody, I don't know if it was good, not good, positive, not positive, if it was a positive thing, okay? You should still refrain from relating it to other people. Doesn't matter, you know, the other guys are going to say, let them be the ones that say it and not me. That's the bottom line. If anybody's going to get punished, you know, uh, hopefully it's not me, you know, because I'm not going to be relating the information. This I is what he's... And I think three legally, even in our, uh, in, in civil law, changes it to a conspiracy. If it's three people. And just to tell you, if the Rambam uh, says something, you obviously have to learn deeper what the, the Rambam means. I mean, it's, oh, this is what he's, ta- what he's saying here, because... Well, everything the Rambam writes is like it's all, uh, it's all in in, in a uh, in a heavy hammer, and you know there's a lot to learn from it. Okay, the c- continues here with the the Shmirat Alashon, the Mitzorah, the Mitzorah cry. So he brings here from the Zohar Parashat Mitzorah, and it, the Zohar states, the prayer of one who speaks Lashon Hora will not come before the Holy One, blessed be He, for the Ruach Atame. The Ruach of the Tumad, impure, impure spirit, hovers over the Tefillah. Okay? Why? Because if he's a Baal Hashon then his Tefillot are obviously, according to the Zohar, are dirty. Okay? And his Tefillot are not going to make it up there. But when he repents and sincerely accepts upon himself the various aspects of, 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 of repentance, then... What is written for him on the day of his purification shall be brought before the Kohen, meaning to say, then at that point those tefillot can come in front of Akadosh Mahu. So the, the above lens added clarity to the Torah's instructions that the Mitzorah, the one who is afflicted with Sarat, for having spoken Lashonora, call, call out to those who pass by. Okay, I'm contaminated, I'm contaminated, so that they will pray for him since his own prayers will not be accepted above. And the Torah therefore advises him to request that others pray on his behalf. So this is an interesting twist to it. That's why he's outside the camp and we have to see him and we have to feel bad for him because now he is repenting. So we pray for his, on his behalf because his tefillot are not being accepted until his seven days are up and his tshuva is accepted. S- scripture declares... Take note of God's work, for who can strengthen what he has twisted? That's in Kohelet. We can interpret this as uh, follows. Take note of God's work. Ponder well the heavenly fruits of a Jew's prayer on this earth. Prayer can eradicate spiritual light and create exalted edifices in the upper worlds. Ensure then that your prayer be uttered with proper readiness and by a mouth that is pure and unsullied by sin for who can strengthen what he has twisted. If one's prayer will be lacking, then his spiritual products in the upper worlds will be lacking as well. This will bring eternal distress to one's soul for those are not the earth, earthly, earthly uh, structures. One which can, one can repair or improve in a, as a, by a second craftsman. So Hillel declares, if I am not for myself, who will be for me? In Perkyavot, only the person himself has the power to correct his past mistakes through proper repentance and a firm resolve to live by the law 
of proper speech. That we learn should be Zchut Amisrael, Gulat Yisrael, Shavil Nishmat, Esther, Bat Rahel, Sharna, Bat Moshe, Rafat. Shalomah Bat? Shalomah Ben.